everyone, my name's Les and welcome to the latest edition of Mets Across the Pod, uh, UK Mets' very own podcast, entirely Mets and baseball related, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is just a quick pod, it's not going to be a long one tonight, but we're going to discuss some of these uh, potential rule changes that uh, Major League Baseball has come up with uh, in discussions with the Players Association. And with me tonight is Tracy, as usual, and also David. Good evening. So, hey, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you going? Tired. I've had my gym induction today. <laughs> Plenty of uh, squats and uh, thrusts and things like that there, then, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yes, something like that. It's cardio today. All right, okay. That's the lots of machine running then. Yes. I hate it, machine running. I hate it. Can't stand it. Uh, not that I do an awful lot, as you could tell by my magnificent physique. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> well, We're David, doing how's... again. Yes, again as usual. Well, David, how's you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'm on my. Uh, I did my last early this week, so I'm on to late somewhere. I've got a little line in the morning, so. Oh well. Uh, we can go bad. on as late as we want, really. I know it's going to be a short <laughs> one, but. Doesn't matter. No problem. Well, I'm up at 6 a.m., so we'll try and keep it as quick as we can. Uh, right, first of all, uh, these rule changes, and it came as quite a surprise, I thought, uh, coming down so soon, and especially with suggestions that they, they might bring in the DH as early as this year. Uh, so, what's no. your thoughts on the DH in the National League? No, don't want it. I would tend to agree with that. What about you, David? Um, well, uh, from my point of view, I'm I'm very new to the game, so uh, I've seen obviously both sides of it, but m- m- more the, the National League, and I, I don't know. I, I I've, I've sat on the fence a little while, thinking, well, you know, I think it's coming. It maybe it's a good thing, but then again, no. And I flip flop between the traditional point of view, but now I've, I, I said to myself today, I said, Dave, you've got to come down on one. Um, uh, one side or the other so I'm coming down on the no DH side because um, you know each player out there on the field has a position and they have to contribute to the team and they have to contribute on the offence and the defence that's mm-hmm. plain, plain yep. as simple as that in my head yep. so I know I understand all the arguments against that uh, with injuries to pitchers uh, and so on and so forth and extending other players careers on the DH side but no, I'm coming down on. I come down on the side of no. Everyone out there has a, a role to play on the offensive defense, and they have to bat as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. End of. But you know, I, I think it's coming. I still think it's coming. Don't want yes. to. Yep. And that's that's the problem because yeah. I have uh, always been staunchly National League rules. Uh, a pitcher's hit, and that's the end of it. But recently, I've sort of wavered towards. Uh, having a DH in the National League because of the simple reason that pitchers don't go like nine innings anymore or eight innings or seven innings even. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most games are being finished by pinch hitters constantly anyway. It's just a constant row of pinch hitters. Like back in the 70s and the 80s, uh, pitchers regularly went seven, eight, nine innings. So they would have batted maybe two, three times a game. So you've got sort of DH by default anyway with the pitch, pinch hitting situation. I still don't want to see it from the strategic point of view. Yeah. But uh, I think you'll be taking a massive amount of strategy out of baseball, uh, whereby you got a, a tied game, it's in the eighth inning, you've got, say, 1-1 game, pitching duel, so you've got your 
pitching spot coming up. So do you keep your pitcher in there or do you hit for him and try to take the lead? It's that that kind of the indecisions will be lost to the game. Mm. And I think that would be something that would take a whole aspect of baseball away that's existed for a hundred years. And for me, it also comes down to the romance of the game. Um Bartolo Colon's hit where he spun round and nearly <laughs> ended on his bum. Um, yep. Noah Syndergaard's first home run against the Phillies, things like that. They, they're what makes baseball baseball for me. It's the unexpected, yeah. the, the uniqueness. And I think if we take that away, we'll lose a lot. And especially it was at the start of last, this year, last season, the season before, uh, Madison Bumgarner in the first game of the season, I think it was the season before, uh, had two home runs in Arizona on opening day. Mm. It was the Sunday game, I think it was the only game that Sunday, and he had two home runs on opening day. Totally unexpected. Uh, it was just everybody was up and loved seeing it. Even the Arizona fans, the, the, the home fans was up cheering him, hitting two home runs in it for a pitcher on opening day. Yeah. Uh, so it would be sadly something lost to the game forever but like you Dave I'm sort of thinking it's going to be inevitable now that it's going to happen yeah I feel uh, I feel it's coming and especially after the the, the news in the last day or two the, the yeah. word that's filtering out I think I think it's coming but I I, I just I don't know I I I, I, the, I don't want it <laughs> yeah neither do I it's, it's, it's a slippery slope uh, once it happens that's it that whole aspect of baseball is gone forever yeah. And there was actually about five years ago when there was actually talk of eliminating it completely, expanding yes. the rosters to 27 teams or 27 players uh, and eliminating DH across baseball. Now, that uh, conversation seemed to vanish pretty quick, quickly. Uh, but, mm. and I actually done a poll on our uh, Twitter feed uh, just asking, rather than asking, do you want the DH, yes or no? Because everybody's asking that one anyway. Uh, so just saying, forgetting for a moment if you want it or not, but uh, but is the DH in the National League now inevitable rather sooner rather than later? And 68% yeah. reckon it is inevitable. So it's I say within the next five years, we're probably seeing the DH. Yeah. Now, bearing in, bearing in mind that I'm a, a new convert and I've only been uh, since like 2012, maybe one of you two could explain to me how that came in in the first place. The DH. The DH, yeah. Uh, it was in 1970. And to our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> 1973 was when it was adopted uh, by the American League. Uh, mm. It was basically, uh, they were trying to increase the amount of runs in the game because the game had become very stagnant. Uh, so they wanted to try and increase offense. So they said that they would try the DH as an experiment, which lasted officially as an experiment for many years after that, before they ratified it. Uh and it still exists to this day. I think it was around 1983. It almost came into the National League. Yeah. Uh, there was a vote held between National League owners. It was early 80s. I can't remember the exact year. Uh, it's actually sort of any folklore now. Uh, and they only missed by one vote because the one guy that was going to vote for it, who would have tipped it in the balance of having the DH, was stuck on a boat in the middle of a lake somewhere. Right. Either intentionally or accidentally, just to avoid the vote. Nobody's quite sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was actually a Chicago GM or something at the time right. uh, had the vote, uh, but they had that's or we would have had it by now. Which yeah. is, uh, well, they can that, all stay on the bloody boat. Yeah, just stick everybody in a boat, including the entire American League. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that was basically how it came about. Uh, but the problem is with that if. 
I say that DH had existed from the beginning of baseball. We'd never seen Babe Ruth because he was such a great pitcher. He, chances are he'd never would have hit. Mm. So Babe Ruth would never have been what he was. Yeah. So it's wow. it's There's affecting a, a lot of the history of the game. Yeah. But it's sadly probably inevitable now. Have uh, you seen the other suggested role changes? Yeah, the next one up, Tracy. Yeah, uh, three changes in a game. That's your lot. <laughs> Is it three changes as three consecutive batters, just isn't it? Um, I don't know. On, I've only had a brief look at it, if I'm honest. Yeah, to, to our listeners, we're actually doing this quite blind tonight. We're just sort of throwing this together to try a new take. Well, not new take, we're actually trying to skate for a change. Uh, which, which but, touch wood, is working. Yes, and hopefully it'll be a better pod experience, if that's even possible. Uh, so, don't be the, silly. Yeah, it's just madness that really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the rule requiring pitchers to face a minimum of three batters, except in the case of an injury, uh, when finishing yeah. an in- or finishing an inning. So basically, you bring in a relief pitcher; he's got to face three guys, and that's minimum. But that's just open to all sorts of skullduggery, really. Yes. So then, so, what happens to like your lefty specialist who comes in for your one? We well, see that's another aspect of strategy that will be lost from the game. Mm. So it will, but what you're going to end up having is right. You've got uh, your guy coming out there to to uh, and he's he can't hit the strike zone, and all of a sudden they're just going to say, "Well, he has or hasn't." Oh, he's got a slight blister on his thumb or his forefinger. Mm. So you pull him out of the game. It's just open to too much. I mean, who's to say what an injury is or what what an injury isn't? He's got he, there's something wrong with his lap muscle. You know, I mean, nobody's going to question that. Look, he's he's holding his thigh. He must yeah. have an injured thigh. Yeah, or he's got cramp like David. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm okay at the moment. It's only if this goes on too long. Yeah, well, you'll be safe enough tonight, I think. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's just... And imagine, right, you, you take away the D... You add the DX to the National League, add this rule as well, and you're just basically taking a massive amount of strategy out of the game in one fell swoop. And the game would become, I think, quite uh, stagnant. There'll yeah, be less you know what? I, movement. I, the game I've started watching, I love as it is. Um, yeah. I, I, I personally, personally, don't want anything to change because I love it as it is at the moment. Well, that's how I've to, always felt. Yeah. So why, why did I just don't get why they have to make all these or yeah. imposing these changes? To be quite honest. I remember um, the DH thing. I, I can see that's going to come because having two leagues playing different ways, yeah. uh, something's got to give one, whether it's all DH or all no DH. Uh, at some point, something's going to have to give, I think. there. Uh, but all the other little things, I love it. I don't care if it goes on till, you know, for four or four and a half hours. I, that, you know, it's more baseball for me. Yeah. I, I guess, get, I, I, I get, the people, I get up for work in the morning, but that I love it. I've stayed yeah. up. Two silly hours uh, here watching it. So I, 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 again, like maybe people getting home from the grounds at certain. Uh, you know, not everyone has all night transport, I suppose. But um, I don't know. Well, that David Wright game it went what thirteen innings before the Mets finally took that one. And uh, I remember sitting there and gripped in the game. I was getting mm-hmm. colder as even on. I was watching the clock, but I was still totally gripped by the game. It was no score. It was a pitch and duel. 
the whole way. Uh, it was we're all waiting for David Wright to come up and make his speech. So you were kind of hoping it would get over soon, just so David Wright could get up and make his speech. But still, the game itself was gripping, even though both teams had nothing to play for. Yeah. So the uh, one change that I do think would be quite interesting is the uh, one about teams tanking for the bottom. Yes, I like the idea of that. It's something like an aggregate over a few seasons of losses. Um, uh, and then they're going to lose draft picks or something? Or? Well, it's unclear if the suggestion is that a team must win at least X number of games over the span of Y years or a total aggregated total of Z wins over Y years. Either way, incentivizing teams to be somewhat competitive is a good thing, yeah. says the article that I'm reading on Yahoo Sports. Yeah, I feel like I'm back, back in the algebra class now. <laughs> X's and Y's. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's like you get teams that sort of get to probably all-star. They decide they're not going to do anything for that year. Yeah. And they just kind of throw the towel in. Yeah, to, to get higher draft picks. Yeah. But for no other reason than that. And then you just they trade away all their uh, whatever talent they do have left. Yeah. And how does that put bums on seats? I don't know. Just... Listen, it just does. I mean, look at Miami. I mean, there's a, a, a nice stadium, uh, a great say. But absolutely no one's going to watch baseball games. And the same in Tampa Bay, the stadium kind of sucks there. But uh, just nobody's going because the, the yeah. teams in general haven't been great. The tourists will. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's UK, not Miami, sustainable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would be amazed unless there's a new stadium pretty quick if uh, there's a team in Tampa Bay within the next 10 years. Uh, I could see them shipping up to either Charlotte or possibly even Montreal. Uh, well, unless they well, get a stadium. Absolute bunts will not be happy with that prediction. Yeah, I know they won't because uh, obviously they're big Tampa guys, or one of them is. So, well, after uh, he changed teams, yes. Yes, from the he was Cubbies, wasn't he? I can't remember which one it was. One of them, I know one's uh, game Cubbies and one of them split, yeah, switched to yeah, yeah. to the so, to, to the, the Rays. Rays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> free Ray. <laughs> uh, yeah. Another uh, actually, that is a rule change. I do want to see. Uh, and please, please, Manfred, get this in now. And that's a 20-second pitch clock to try and speed up things. All right. It's not the length of game I think is a problem. Yeah. I think sometimes it's the, uh, the how the game goes along. Because, yeah. I mean, I remember in, in the 80s and early 90s, games took about two and a half hours. The games mm. flew along uh, because hitters went into the batter's box and stayed. But now they're uh, stepping in, they're stepping out. They've got all these routines. They've got to have their. Uh, got their to fiddle with music. your left glove and fiddle with your right yeah. glove. And... I wonder what you're going to say there, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I leave fiddling with balls to you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, I'm sure, has been seen many times on the, 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 at the plate as well. <laughs> yes, but you've got to like tap your bat on the right yeah. side and the left side. And... Yep. It's just got beyond belief. I mean, after pitcher. Uh, makes a, uh, a delay in his, his, his wind-up and his delivery, he gets hit with a buck. Yes. So why can't the hitter get hit with a strike for stepping out of the batter's box? I've never understood that. That, to me, is a, is a no-brainer rule that they can change. And it's not going to affect the game massively, apart from to make the guy stand in the batter's box and take the pitches. Simple as that. Hmm. Interesting. I wouldn't... I, I would let... Say the, the 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 pitch clock would be a last resort. I would like to, to have strikes first for stepping out rather than a pitch clock because obviously baseball has been a timeless sport for years. 
and mm. uh, to add a clock in. I know they've done this in the minor leagues would be another change, but it wouldn't be the worst change in the world. But I would still prefer that we to deliver to, to hit the, the the batters with strikes as opposed to. That's a good rule change to bring in if you want to see a few more managers running out and arguing with umpires. <laughs> hey, who doesn't uh, love that? Because I think, yeah, um, I, I'm not so sure about that one because, uh, yeah, I, I, maybe a pitch clock. I don't know about twenty seconds, um, but uh, again, I just love the game as it is. Uh, if they step back and they do a little and they bang their shit, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, he looks cool. I'm enjoying. It. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a problem with it at the moment, but. Um, you know, come back, come are, back to me when it's half three in the morning. There are always ones that take it to the extreme that have to push it that little bit further. Yeah, though. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I had no more Garcia Para for the Red yes. Sox, and then the Dodgers. I mean, he took like about twenty weeks to get to the plate. <laughs> I mean, the season was over by the time he got there. <laughs> then, and he then he had to adjust his gloves after that. Yeah, and then step out and step out. And that was after every single freaking pitch. Yes. <laughs> what yeah, yeah. was, which he is was way too extreme. In and out and in and out. Yeah, it was insanity. Uh, the we next... have, sorry, we have sorry. some breaking news, and it's really sad breaking news, actually. Oh. Yes. Like the end of this. Frank Robinson's passed away. Oh, dear, that is sad. Uh, great Baltimore Oriole, one of the greats of all time. Aged 83. Yep. Hall of Famer, legend. See, this is this is again where I come in with my lack of knowledge, and this is where I love baseball, because I still have so much to learn about the game and so many characters to learn. So I had to look him up. Um, unfo- you know, hands up. I had to I had to look him up, and I, and I was just reading about his career, and it's been amazing. It's just, yeah. He was born in the same year as Elvis Presley. Uh-huh. And he's only he's just passed away, and his and his playing career pretty much encapsulated the same period of time as Presley as well. Um, and, and, he's, and he's an utter legend. Oh yeah, yep, he is. I, I know. I, I was just looking through. My God, I was looking through it all today, and um, you know, shame on me for not not knowing who the guy was. But I'm just being completely honest. And there'd be many other uh, old players that I, I still have to find and discover and learn about their careers, and that's why I love baseball. Yeah, for and those that don't know, he was uh, MLB's first African-American yeah, manager. Yeah, he had a career that lasted 21 seasons. And he won. He's the only player to win MVP in both leagues. Yeah. And that says everything right there. <laughs> yes. He, like I say, utter legend. Especially... And- Back in those days, because pitching dominated and uh, the leagues were quite different, where the, the American League was known more for power hitting and uh, sort of station to station baseball. The National League was about speed, uh, getting on base, stealing a base, trying to bunt the guy over, that kind of thing. The, the leagues were very different then. So, I mean, that's even shows even more what a caliber of player he was, really, do that in both leagues. Mm. Yes, and uh, my thoughts to his family. See, yeah. leaves, leaves behind a wife and daughter. And of course, uh, us at UK Mets totally uh, back that up. Uh, yeah. We're thinking about uh, the Robinson family at this time. Uh, but back on to the rules and stuff again after that very sad news. Uh, reduction in mound visits. This is something probably Frank Robinson would agree with because I think he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I love a mound. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be controversial again here. I love a mound visit. 
Well, they're they're talking about bringing it down from six to five. Yeah, I don't know if that's that's not going to make a lot of difference. I don't think that's really. If you're going to cut it, take it to four or three. But come on, David, what do you love about a mound visit? I just love seeing them walk out. I just love seeing that that little wag of the finger. Hold on, I'm going to walk out. Yeah, there's a little chat. There's there's the yeah. glove up to the mouth, and uh, he's going. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, what's he saying? I'm thinking, what's he saying to him? Is he is he green? Is he really pissed off? Or and then they go back in again. I don't care about the tactics of why they're doing it. I just love the spectacle. So yeah, if, uh, I'd give them ten mound visits. <laughs> That's what we were doing before anyway. <laughs> Although to be fair, the mound visits last season, uh, very few teams got below three. No, they have the they have cut it back, and so yeah. Um, I mean, I just slightly anyway, but no, they have cut it back, so it's not such an issue. I don't think is it. I don't think it is at the moment. Uh, now that they've, they've actually implemented the the limit, because as I say, yeah. most teams weren't even getting down to three anyway. Mm. So I think it's more a postseason thing anyway. Cutting it by one's a bit pathetic. Yeah, you know, I, I suppose pointless. if I were, you know, if I was there as a spectator, I think it would piss me off. Um, but because you're watching at home and you're getting the close-ups of the managers, he goes out and you can you're trying to get an idea what they're discussing. But if you're on the ground, they're like, you know, they're just dots on the field, and you're thinking, oh, for God's sake, come on, let's get this moving. I don't mind to make the mound visits so much, but I hate replays. I know replays oh, right. are to make the game better, but I hate these two and three minute stoppages to check if a guy was uh, a bang bang play at first. Yeah, see, that's, a new thing. that's very new, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I would, I was quite happy for the last hundred and fifty years of baseball I of uh, that being it being in. The <laughs> <laughs> I feel it some days. You wear it well. Uh, yeah, it's got a really good moisturizer. <laughs> yes, uh, every day, <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> Uh, I mean, just them bang bang plays. I mean, I was happy yeah. enough to take the umpires. I mean, nine times out of ten, they got it right anyway. So they stop yeah. them for like two or three minutes to just check that. It's just, I think, it's a waste. Uh, now, I do see the point in it for home runs and maybe tags at the plate and whatever. Yeah. But uh, for every single first base, second base, third base was the end, was the out. Uh, I yeah. don't really see. But at least the challenges being cut down have helped. But then. Yeah. It reduced the amount of times they were using it anyway, so mm. that's a, a good point from it. Uh, the next big rule I think that they're talking about changing is the uh, the number of players in the rosters, expanding right. the rosters to uh, 26 players from 25 uh, with a maximum of 12 pitchers. Right. Now, I think if you're expanding the rosters, make it 27 and scrap the DH. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's it. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Right. Next. Next point. <laughs> uh, Is that all the new rules? Have we covered all the new rules? No. There's there's more of them. Uh, there's oh, sort of some sort of silly, <laughs> silly kind of rules like the a single trade a single trade deadline a trade deadline uh, before the All Star break to replace the traditional July 31st deadline and the August 31st waiver deadline. Oh no, uh, I like trade deadlines. They they have the real build up for me. Yeah, I would I would keep the 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 full trade deadline where it is, but I would scrap the waiver trade line completely, to be honest, or bring it forward to join the other trade deadline and just have them both on the same day. Would be, I think, the ideal. 
I've never really understood maybe. why they're on different days, but maybe that's just me being a bit blonde. Maybe the, no, maybe, it's, the, it's, maybe the front offices just can't handle all, all, on, all at once. finishing on the one day. Yeah. Well, uh, if, if it's anything like Brody's off-season trades, can you imagine <laughs> what it's going to be like? Uh, I think another one was uh, expanding the rosters uh, in September. The, 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 the September call-ups is to cut them down to about 28 or 29, as opposed yeah. to the current 40. Uh, which I don't have a problem with because I think it would stop teams completely tanking as well because you're going to have to start playing your better players rather than your triple yeah. A guys that have just finished uh, their minor league season. Yeah. No issue with that one. Yeah. Uh, that's all the rules really then that we've covered. Uh, so, questions? We have a couple of listener questions. Yay! Go for it. Right. At DFS Diaries on, I don't know if this is any relation to like the furniture shop, on Twitter. In theory, is it right to have interleague play season long? I don't particularly like how it was before the Astros switched over. Well, the, when it first came in, it was in three different blocks. Uh, one sort of early in the season, one just after around the All-Star break and one in September. Uh, then they switched it down to just two blocks. Uh, I liked it in blocks because they kept the two leagues still unique in their own way. Mm. Uh, but obviously, since the Astros switched to the American League, it's leveled up the leagues to 15 each, so you have to have interleague play every single day. Personally, I, as being a traditionalist, would scrap interleague play completely. I like to see us play teams in the National League. Like, I like um, to see us play the Dodgers more rather than the Yankees. But I like... Personally. Yeah. Going back to me being the old romantic, just asked my husband. <laughs> I I love the Subway series. I've been to a Subway series, yeah. and I love oh, it. It sort of brings New Yorkers together whilst tearing yeah. them apart. There's no doubt the electricity in that there is unreal. I mean, back in the forties and fifties, you had the Subway series every single or every other week when the Giants and Dodgers were playing in New York. So you had that all the time. So it's sort of a throwback to that time again in New York, uh, which would be sad to lose. But I still, as a traditionalist, I still prefer uh, the old leagues on their own. But uh, if we're going to go to DH and both leagues anyway, all that's going to be out the window. So, mm. Actually, Tracy, while you are on about that, yeah. what about, what about uh, realignment, radical realignment, which would put the, both the Mets and the Yankees in the same division, so you're playing each other 18 times a season. That's nope. real throwback. Nope. Too nope. much. Yeah. Tend to agree I, with that. I think I'd end up killing Jack, for those that don't mm. know. Jack is UK Yankees on Twitter. <laughs> because <laughs> we, 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 we have a bit of banter, me and Jack. We have a bit of friendly scrapping. And I think it might go to the, the, yeah. the ultimate extreme. I think I just. I think I'd, I think I'd be knocking Yankees caps off heads in London for no reason. You know, just fas- fashionistas, and they'd go, "What do you do that for?" Because Yankees. Um, yeah, I just no. Too much. Because your hat sucks. That's why. Just your hat sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so David, uh, our first new feature of uh, the year. Oh, the yeah. Tate. The Tate report. <laughs> Hello, what's this? <laughs> the Tate report is uh, you asking people you do nothing about baseball about the DH. Oh, go I for see. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, that was just a bit of fun. In, in the and there was, I was li- I was literally just about to go out on a job, and the guys I was sitting chatting to, and I said, um, I didn't tell them it was anything to do with baseball. I didn't explain what the DH was. I just said, I just out of interest, just a quick straw poll. Poll. Uh, DH oh, or non-DH? Oh. Uh, no DH. And uh, they, they looked at me like furrowed brows, and uh, I, I finally got them to sort of commit. And uh, one, the last one, obviously, just like went there. Yeah, DH. Uh, but the other five said no to DH, and they didn't know what it was. Uh, and I went out on the job, and I didn't explain what it was until I got back. And they were so happy that I explained what it was. I bet they Not... were thrilled. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I just put a little tweet out, just a little bit of fun. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was hilarious. It was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> so... uh, the fact that I got geezer spelt wrong um, just shows how much I use that word. Yeah, I see you got called out for that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big time. Geezers, geezers, geezers. Yeah, geezers, guys. Um, we, sorry, you on. We do have an um, an amusing question just to finish us off, which which had me giggling the other day. Um, at David F A and lots of numbers. Right, why is it pod and not pond? <laughs> <laughs> well, this was me being a, a smart arseface, really. <laughs> so that, oh, that shocker. <laughs> Uh, it's basically just a play on the word pod and pond and bringing them together because we're a podcast and we're Mets fans across the pond. So we're Mets across the pod. And it's, that is uh, us. <laughs> mar- it's marketing genius, in my it's opinion. Wa- it's worrying that that's it's, not, not obvious. Do, yes, I mean, that's what I was worried about when I saw that. Re- <laughs> I don't know if he was being... <laughs> Like a bit uh, of smart ass or a yes, bit sarcastic yes. <laughs> or what? Most likely, I would think. So, David, you'll have to let us know if you're a smart ass or sarcastic. Yeah, was that was that was that tongue and cheek or was that for real? Uh, yeah, that's that's all. It is me trying to be yeah. very clever with words uh, and feeling miserably. Obviously. Oh, chaps, <laughs> chaps! Before before we get into any wind up area, what about Devin? Oh yes, Devin Mezzarako. Yes, yeah. and uh, actually, Joe is. Remind us to uh, make sure that we tell everybody that she is really happy about this. Yeah. So she we'll had one of his shirts. Again, yeah. depth. We're just adding to the depth of yeah. the, uh, in all positions. It's a uh, minor league contract, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with the uh, spring inv- invite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't get me words out. And speaking of catchers, uh, Real Muto has gone to Philadelphia. Yeah. So yeah. He's is in, it still the, pending physicals, or no, has it it's, actually it's gone on. through? It's on. It's done. Apparently, it's yeah. done. The Phillies have uh, tweeted it. Yeah, yeah. Dave Show. It's done. Sure, the Phillies is. I think he's made up with that one. Yeah, he's, he's running around the house now with his Phillies um, hats on, and yeah. I uh, well, yesterday he really wasn't sure because of what they were potentially giving up. Because uh, yeah. hold on. Uh, uh, he says, glad no fourth player. Feels weird not used to seeing us with such a good team. We need Harper or Machado to back this up, though. You can't have them, David. No. No no Harper or Machado. No. <laughs> not allowed. No. Oh, that does remind me, though. The um, Joey at Baseball Brit tweeted earlier some rank some predictions that had us at the top of the uh, league winning yes. the most games i've seen that we were in a, a one game playoff nats weren't we yeah i think yeah so uh let's hope bit, that stays I was, true 
I was a bit disappointed with that. Um, the Dakota projections. Yeah. 89, though? No. Nah, I was looking at 93, hopefully, but, yeah. um, you know. Yeah, but it, around the 90 mark, so. If it's 89 and at the top, I would settle for 89 at the top. I was saying that with, a, with my tongue firmly placed in cheek. But I still like to think that. And I still will be putting money on us winning the World Series, as I do every year. So Have you not done it already? Go Mets. No, I haven't done it yet, actually. No. You should start looking. Looking yeah. for your odds. Yeah, because the odds are going to come down, aren't they? So. Mm. Anyone know what they are at the moment? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't checked them lately, no. Uh... Oh, I... Uh... You can tell we're really unprepared. I haven't even yep. done a list. That's how bad we've got. <laughs> that is bad. Um, in the last podcast, we were speaking about trips that we were planning or we've got booked. I'm going in April. Yes, Tracy, it's going to be there on opening day at City Field. Uh, no, no, not, not no. opening day, unfortunately. Oh, no. opening day, sorry. Because... Um, school holidays and things oh. like that um yeah, it's I, the home opener isn't it though it's home opener weekend. yes home opener that's yeah that's fine as long as it's home opener that's fine that's mm. the opening day i mean it's like the opening day they've got opening week uh they've got opening season now and the way they brand their stuff <laughs> I, i'm there for home opener weekend i'm there on the sunday which is the jacob de grom cy young bobblehead day oh Oh, sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. So, Mets, if you're listening, could you please give Tracy about four of those and we will give one away? <laughs> no, sorry, five of those and we'll give one away. <laughs> yeah, one would look really nice yeah, was, on my office I was going to say, don't you want one then, Les? <laughs> I was going to say, I have to give one up. <laughs> oh, uh, just going on to odds again, uh, 28 to 1 for the Mets to win the, the series. Wow. That's wow. actually worth a punt. I That's told you in pounds. 2015 we were 40 to one. And I put this yeah. on, and uh, so close, so close. So I mean, go, far... on, go on, it's worth a fiver. Yeah, I'll definitely put a bet on. I always do. If, if our rotation stays healthy, and it's uh, it's going to be hard to stop in the postseason. It's just yeah. getting there is our problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm optimistic this year with the additions that we've made. So, actually, talking about opening days, I will be as always at the opening day over here at Farnham Park. Um, it's the same weekend as the opening weekend in the States. So, um, you know, everyone get on board and get onto uh, the uh, British Baseball uh, Federation site over here and find out all about opening day over here. And I hear you're making your TV debut as well, David. No, I've roped someone else into that. Another one of our little uh, Mets friends. I should be there, uh, but me and Brad are going down. Oh, it's Brad, uh, is it? Brad's coming down with me, and um, I'm gonna. We're gonna get some youth in front of uh, the cameras, I think, for a change. You don't want some old grey-haired Terry Collins older brother. <laughs> <laughs> we want to show that we have got some youngsters over here uh, following the Mets. So uh, Brad's coming down with me. Yes, that's for the uh, Phillies TV season preview. Yes. I think that's right. Dave will just hit yeah. me if I'm, I'm wrong. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, yeah. that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. It will. Really well. Uh, and of course, the Mets uh, will obviously be winning the division. So just just forget it, Dave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. David, just, just remind him, yeah. Tracy says, 
I'm sure we'll mention it. <laughs> just, just go back into your your, your uh, fanatic costume or fanatic pajamas and forget about it. <laughs> so that is everything, isn't it? I think we've wound up. Anything um, else you guys want to add? Yeah. Um, uh, followers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're uh, at UK Mets online on Twitter. Uh, our website is www.ukmets.online. Uh, and we're always looking for uh, new pictures and your experiences at Mets games. So if you're going out this year, this season, uh, share them with us and we'll share them with the world. Uh, that's what yeah. UK Mets is all about. Tell us how you became a Mets fan. Yep. Talk to us. We don't yep. bite, except for David. <laughs> and that's only when he gets crump. I've been very well behaved tonight. I've, um, I've first time for everything. I've stayed yeah. off the buds. Um, I think that's what gave me cramp last time. Uh-huh. Alcohol. Yeah. That, no, that means we've lost a sponsor now. Sticking to wine tonight. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyways. Right, so that concludes this shorter podcast uh, for the evening. Sorry we missed Joe tonight. Uh, Joe. But hopefully she'll be back next time. Love you, Joe. Um, yeah, Joe. See you next time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. And thank you for joining us. And we will see you next time. And let's go, Mets. Bye. Let's go, Mets. Bye. Bye.